Hello, critics, non-critics, and friends. Welcome to the Film Optics Podcast, where we take a glance into blockbusters, indie films, and everything in between. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm joined by my good friend slash my co-host in person this time, Devin. And today we're here to break down and give our insights on Glass Onion, a Knives Out mystery uh, before we move any further, since we are recording this in person, you know, Devin's literally sitting right across the uh, table. Live, in person. In person. Not live, but in person. <laughs> exactly. So uh, forgive the echo. You know, we, we're, we're trying to just work with what we have. It may not be the best, highest quality that I usually try to push out to our listeners, but forgive us if it sounds a little echoey in the uh living room area that we're in, but you know, we're, we're going to try our best for you guys all together. But as I mentioned before today, we are going to be covering glass onion and knives out mystery. This will be streaming on Netflix on December 23rd, but we were able to see it a few weeks early. So we're going to give our spoiler free thoughts for you guys of the movie all together. You know, we're just going to give our initial reactions we don't want to give anything away because, man, is it good. You know, we, we want to keep the surprises, you know, a secret for when people watch this on Netflix. But if you're lucky enough to actually watch this the week of the week of Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving week, they are showing it in select theaters or Netflix is showing um, or screening uh, Glass Onion. They actually, night. they struck a deal. It's the first time that a Netflix movie is, is being screened in the three major chains, all of them. Really? Oh, between Cinemark, AMC, and Regal. Oh, okay. That's, that's how big of a deal this movie is. That's they get, they get all three of the big boys. That's pretty awesome. I, I like that a lot because it really shows that you know, the first Knives Out movie was, I believe, the uh, studio was Lionsgate, and then Ryan Johnson kind of made his way over to uh, <laughs> to uh, Netflix and said, "Hey, you know, let, let's let's." Uh, get into bed together and uh, uh, strike a deal. So that is what they did. But before we begin today's episode, you can listen to our podcast on podcast platforms around the internet. That includes Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. And if you are a new or seasoned listener to the show, we would love to hear from you guys. Follow us on Instagram and follow us on Twitter at FilmOptics, or you can email us at FilmOptics at gmail.com for any movie-related questions. Devin, how, how's your how's your turkey week been? It's we're recording here today, the day before Thanksgiving. You know, it, it's I'm very excited for Thanksgiving this year. I don't know, but how's your week been? I've been preparing for a feast tomorrow. I've been kind of eating like a rabbit the past couple of days, just salads for dinner, just keeping it light. You know, gotta gotta watch the figure and then just go all in tomorrow and regret all of it immediately when when you have that that post turkey nap during the, the bad football games and life just kind of floats away. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's my week's been pretty nice. You know, I was able to come home uh, this week from good old Music City. Been seeing a lot of family and friends, um, some unexpected uh, faces that I've kind of ran into during my time here. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. And, you know, we were able to finally, you know, see a movie together since. God, it's it seems like forever because, you know, we live in two different states, so we don't really get to do this often. But, you know, we're here. We're here today. And that's all that matters. This nice little 
round of applause for us both. Very, very excited to, uh, you know, be here today. But yeah, it's very, it's been a very chill week and a little bit of running around altogether. But, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, I'm, I'm excited for Turkey Day myself. I've been kind of fasting a little bit, but I'm just, you know, ready to dig in, into some uh, good food. I don't want to eat like too, too much. I got to like. You will. I, I probably <laughs> everyone does. I probably will, but uh, man, it's I'm, I'm going to go back to Nashville like ten pounds heavier. But you know what? It's fine because it's Thanksgiving. But with all that out of the way, well, have you been watching anything new besides Glass Onion? I, I believe you say you were watching. Um, well, you tried out Blockbuster, the the new Blockbuster. Yeah, I wasn't series. feeling that one. Uh, I finished Cyberpunk Edge Runners. That was a good one. Um, my my small minor tiny anime experiences but um it was pretty good and then i started chippendales yesterday last night that's pretty interesting okay yeah i'm just hey i i sent you the the seal of approval for arcane because henry cavill loves arcane i, I sent him a nice little instagram reel sent devin one the other day i was like hey you know this, this, if if you need any seal of approval on this on this show, Henry Cavill is the man to go to, and he absolutely loved it. But I'm also kind of loving this this very random streak we're on with uh, mystery movies surrounding food. We got the menu, and now Glass Onion. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one-two punch, but it's very effective. It both, is both are pretty great. And just overall, we've had like a few mystery movies this year. I mean, in the horror genre, we had like bodies, bodies, bodies. Uh, we recorded for, uh, covered Anola Holmes too, which you can find on uh, all major podcast platforms. So, and yeah, this and the menu, it's, it's been, it's been a really fun little mystery. I just the love food, it. the food mystery subgenre is growing before our eyes. It really is. I'm, I'm hoping it becomes more of a thing because I am, I'm, I'm here for it like all together. It's it's going to be amazing. But uh, with all that said, Devin, are you ready to uh, dive into this review? Glass onion. <laughs> Glass onion. It makes no damn sense. <laughs> Imbecile. Oh, man. I was watching the first glass or not the first glass onion. Sorry. The first Knives Out movie before this, not for like preparation. I just really enjoy that movie. And it's like a perfect Thanksgiving movie. And this coming out Thanksgiving week as well. It It's just now nowadays, I mean, Ryan Johnson, anytime there is a glass onion or excuse me, a knives out like mystery movie, it has to come out during Thanksgiving now because the first one was just like it had all the fall vibes and just everything Thanksgiving. Just, oh, I absolutely loved it. So without further ado, we'll be right back after this introduction to Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery. I've invited you all to my island. Hi. Because tonight, a murder will be committed. My murder. Once you're dead, will we still be able to talk to you? Yeah, I'm not playing dead the whole weekend, dude. This is truly delightful. Across the island, I've hidden clues. You will have to closely observe each other. If anyone can name the killer, that person wins our game. Any questions? <laughs> Alibari. Uh, that has a kick. Oh my God, what happened? <laughs> oh, holy shit. 
And we're back with our glass onion and knives out mystery. And the story is as follows. This is taken straight from IMDb. I'm not sure if there is a full fledged synopsis out there as of yet, but as of right now, this is like the closest that we can find with the runtime of this movie being two hours and 20 minutes. Um, so it just flew by. It did. It was crazy. I was like, it felt like two hours to me. Like it, you were so it's just enthralled and like synced into the story. I just didn't realize how much time it passed. And the story is as follows. Famed Southern detective, Benio Blanc travels to Greece for his latest case. And that that's all we're going to say, because that that is the premise of the entire movie, the entire film. And it just goes from there. So this is written and directed by Ryan Johnson, the man himself, Ryan with an I, not Ryan with a Y, and stars Daniel Craig, Edward Norton, Kate Hudson, um, oh my gosh, Dave Bautista. The the cast here is just as good. Janelle Monet, Janelle Catherine Monet, Han, Leslie Odom Jr., Jessica Henwick. Mm. It's it's and then, and then a couple surprise ones uh, here and there that were not expected. Yeah, and I believe for uh, Madeline Klein as well, she plays the role of Whiskey. Um, looking at her filmography, she's kind of been in a few. She things. was in Stranger Things, apparently. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I'm not sure she played Tina two episodes. So, which okay, that was yeah, that was season four. It was uh, chapter seven, the massacre at Hawkins lab. And then um, episode four is not chapter four episode seven for massacre at Hawkins lab. And then chapter four or episode uh, episode four, dear Billy. So I definitely have to go back and rewatch that and see if I can catch her there. But yeah, she was, she was great as well, but I want to pass it over to Devin so we can give his initial thoughts again. Like I said before, this is complete completely just spoiler free. We're not going to be getting into spoilers for you guys because there's a lot of great surprises in this movie, a lot of great references. And we just want people to experience the way that we did. So Devin, what are your thoughts on glass onion, a knives out mystery? I guess we can start there with that title because going into this movie, we just kept talking about how, how terrible of a title that is. We're just like trashing on it. Like it just sounds so weird, a glass onion, but then it's, it's the title that grows on you because you watch the movie and then it just it kind of makes sense. The more they talk about this glass onion, it is a, a real physical thing. Um, it just kind of grows on you and the title just becomes part of the movie. And I, I love that. Um, the cast is insane. It's the same thing for the first one where it's just an endless list of names that all put on just amazingly fun performances. Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc is, I'd say, a perfect character. Like, overall, just, you can see how much fun he's having with that accent. And he's just such a vibe. Like, all his outfits, his cigars, just all of it. You can just, you just want to go out and have a drink with this guy. Yeah. He's so cool. Um, then the rest of the cast is great. Edward Norton, Kate Hudson. It's good to have her back. What's the last thing she was in? I was trying to figure that out. It's been a long time, it feels like. It has been a very, very long time. I'm looking I- right now. I honestly, Nothing that I recognize uh, going deeper and deeper. She was in Kung Fu Panda. It's interesting. Oh, interesting. Very, very interesting. She was in Mother's Day. That was 2016. Mother's Day 2016. Oh, I'm, I was thinking of. That's that series of movies that's, a ba- that's based around the holidays. 
different holidays. Like there's a Valentine's Day, there's like a there's a New Year's Eve. So they're trying to do what Halloween originally was intended yeah, to but do. They're like weird <laughs> rom coms. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's just been a while since I've seen her. It's nice to have her back on the screen. She's always great, and she definitely definitely had some fun with this one. Definitely a, a fun role for her to just kind of be the be the the fun party girl. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, as for me, for my initial reactions, I, I think it's just as enjoyable as the first Knives Out movie. Like it's clever, it's witty, it's sharp writing, and it there's there's so many layers um, within all of these characters. You know, they start to peel back certain characteristics and certain motives of these seven individuals, and it's. I mean, you, you know, you, you come back to watch a great uh, mystery. And of course, you know, uh, Daniel Craig is there returning as Benioff Blanc. And he he just he owns it as always. But I do have to give a lot of credit to Janelle Monet because yeah, she, I forgot to mention she she was great. I, yeah, she isn't. I've not seen her in much stuff, but I think she is great in this and I hope to see her more. Yeah. And honestly, not even to mention like, I mean, the score, the editing, just the, the uh, production design of everything that's been happening or happens in this movie. It's, it's very captivating and, you know, us being able to watch it on the big screen and it, it was, it just made it all the better. Just watching it on a, on a what is it <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> That that they say at AMC's like dazzling images on a silver screen, <laughs> stories that you can feel. <laughs> but no, it was so. I just I loved it. Like I want to like I just want to watch it again because there's so much that happens in this movie. Like we said, you know, the hour runtime or the runtime altogether is like two hours and twenty minutes. So it's like it's so it doesn't feel like it's two hours and 20 minutes it's so well paced much like stranger things season four like it just blew by and i was like this is just so crazy it and i I don't want to you know sit here and compare like the first one to the second one but the the second movie for for glass uh, onion it there's so many twists and turns because you think you have it figured out but then they really just throw in a lot of red herrings and you know, there's a reason why it's called glass onion and knives out mystery. There's a reason why they didn't go with the title of knives out to glass. Yeah, onion. I was going to mention that it's really not a sequel at all. I think we can, we can say that without spoiling anything, but right? You can go into this without ever seeing the first knives out and you would not be missing anything other than just the fact that Ben Blanc is an established detective in that world. Yeah, he's, he's there, Sherlock Holmes, basically, but it's really not a sequel at all. And I think that's kind of an interesting way of building out of building out a world where you can have different stories in different parts of the world with different characters, and they don't have to necessarily all be connected, like a like a cinematic universe usually would be. Yeah, and I think we've talked about this before. I'm not sure how many other Knives Out movies or films that Ryan Johnson plans to make but i do like the idea there's a third in development currently so we have at least a third a third one yeah i i like the idea of just you know benyon block just going around the world and solving these random cases or and them not having to be connected to each other so i mean i i'm i'm all for it i mean speaking of um different different movies with daniel craig playing benoit blanc around the world apparently ryan johnson had a brief idea of having a running joke where daniel craig 
uh, does a different accent for each film just to mess with people. That actually would have been pretty funny. Yeah. I would have liked that a it lot. It would have thrown us off, but then it would have been like yeah. pretty funny. But I mean, it's, you know, it's his He kills that accent though. Like, he I does. don't even know how. It's, I mean, I, when I was watching the first times out the other day, again, for like the like fourth or fifth time or whatever, it just, I just loved it. I love mystery films and mystery novels. And it just really keeps you guessing, keeps you on your toes. And Ryan Johnson can't stop now, like with these ensemble casts, because, you know, the, these two movies that are out, it's, it's insane. I mean, I understand that, you know, another Knives Out movie is coming out and there is a part of me that wishes that Glass Onion was more of a just standard theatrical release, but, you know, maybe something happened between Lionsgate and Ryan, and Ryan Johnson and, you know, he went to Netflix and, but all, all in all, I, I really don't want like Netflix to stop like theatrical releases because it was, it was just so much enjoyable watching this type of film in the theater. Normally I'm okay with watching things at home. I mean, I'm definitely going to check this out again, you know, during the holidays. It's, I think it's a perfect movie for everyone to, you know, grab your family and friends and just sit down and watch it and just have a blast with it. But yeah, there's just a part of me that wishes that this was just, you know, a theatrical release, but technically, I guess if you're thinking more on the streaming side, more people are going to have eyes on it, but you know, maybe do more of like a two week theatrical release next time. But I mean, a week is nothing, but I think it, it was perfectly placed during the week of Thanksgiving, because a lot of people do take off during that entire week. People like me, you know, people um, around the U.S. who are taking off that entire week to go, you know, travel, visit friends and family and celebrate the holidays. But let's get into our final thoughts and our ratings here for Glass Onion and Knives Not Mysteries. So, Devin, any final thoughts that you had and what is your rating of this film? Yeah, I don't want to go too much into it because it's one of those movies where you just don't want to spoil anything for anybody. Like, just go in blind. Um, just know it's going to be a very interesting mystery with a lot of twists and a lot of turns and just amazing characters. Like, that's the best part. Just the characters that these actors get to play. A lot of surprises. Some surprise actors show up. A lot of name drops. It's very much like a, a popcorn, pop culture type of movie. Like, mm. there's a lot of references. He does a very good job of throwing those in there and not making it like too highbrow he keeps it to where it's it's pretty relatable for anybody to watch and enjoy mm-hmm. he doesn't try to outsmart anyone you can tell like they're they're down to earth more type of mysteries it's not like you have to try to solve everything and figure right. it all out like he, he lays it out in a way that he's not trying to outsmart anybody and i love that about it yeah and it's much like and i think that's the reason why even I know this is coming out of left field, but for like Rick and Morty, a lot of people don't watch it because they feel like, you know, oh, they're not going to understand the humor. They're not going to understand, you know, the logic and everything that's happening. But I do agree with you uh, as far as as far as my final thoughts and my ratings go. I do agree with Devin when it comes to, you know, the mystery solving. It's it's not highbrow. Like you said, it doesn't make you feel stupid. The movie doesn't pretend to be smarter than what it is. And it's it's genius. I mean, Ryan Johnson is one of my favorite directors and him being able to write and direct this, like he knows what he's doing when it comes to these uh, types of movies. And it, it was just a blast. Like Devin said, I don't want to give anything away, but um, 
Well, I'm sorry. What did you want to give for your score? I, I totally forgot. I also wanted to mention as we were walking out, I kind of uh, said that I think the social network would be a good pairing with this movie, not to spoil anything, but catch kind of the, the vibe that he felt like he was going for as far yeah. as uh, the characters he wrote and how they are represented, which is very funny. Oh, absolutely. But and- I, as far as score goes, I'd probably go like a, like a 93, just mm. super solid. Not many, not many issues really. Cause no, like we mentioned, it kind of just flew through, flew by the runtime because of how well paced it was. And mm. There are some good twists and turns that it doesn't feel like they were completely out of left field. They don't feel cheap or anything. And the characters are just great. And the world is just so fun to be in. It, it really was. Yeah. It, it was, you know, just the, the twists were just terrific and it's sensational. It's sharp. It's, it's all over the place, but yeah, for me, I think up for my rating, I'm just going to go with the solid 95. I don't really have any gripes with it. Like again, you know, we literally just got out of the theater and are recording this, but the fact that we're talking so highly about it, like it's easy, easily one of my favorite movies of the year. Like I was looking forward to this for so long and I didn't want to like read or uh, read or watch anyone's initial reactions. Cause I just wanted to go into it blind and I'm I'm glad that I did. I mean, I saw people liked it, but I just didn't know anything about it. And I just wanted to be in the dark as much as possible. But yeah, definitely 95 out of 100 for me. Um, you know, there's always room for error, but I mean, it's, it's a really good movie. And I hope everyone's able to, you know, if you're able to catch it in uh, theaters as we are recording this, congratulations. But, you know, if not, just, you know, grab the family during uh, the holiday time, Christmas time. Again, it's coming out December 23rd, so that's another week where people are going to be off. So I think, you know, the the uh, placement of this movie being on Netflix, is that's going to be, like, the new thing. They're, I think they're going to try to have, like, a really big movie around the holiday time where people are purposely home for more people to, you know, have their eyes on this film. But, yeah, overall, job well done by Ryan Johnson, cast and crew. Just a an incredible snappy ensemble and yeah, it's, it's insane. So with all that said, that concludes our review of glass onion, a knives out mystery. And if you like what you heard on today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform of choice and make sure to share an episode of our podcast with a friend, whether it be your mother, your brother, or your significant other, make sure to share an episode of the thumb optics podcast with a movie lover in need. And really quick, what is coming up or what is out now, I should say, and what is on the deck for our podcast. Um, our Black Panther Wakanda Forever review is out for people to listen to, as well as our Causeway review that's available on podcast platforms around the internet. And if you haven't checked out our The Menu review, you should definitely go check that out. And I also did a solo Blu-ray review for 3,000 Years of Longing. So those are just a few things that are out on our podcast for people to go listen to. And for what's coming up next, obviously, you know, you just got done listening to this bad boy, but we also have our Willow episodes one through three spoiler-free review that I was able to cover with Kit Stone. So that was a lot of fun. So definitely check that out. Kidding the podcast on November 30th. And we have a slew of like 
great movies that are coming out. The Violent Nights. Um, we're probably going to do the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special as well. And The Whale. I mean, uh, White Noise, possibly. We just have to see what everything can fit into our schedule. It, it, Fablemans. Th- there's a lot of things coming out. You know, we're, we're kind of in the, the middle of um, award season here. Maybe some Pinocchio. We'll just have to wait and see. But definitely follow us at Film Optics. That is Optics with an X on Twitter, so you can keep up to date with what's coming out on our podcast. And with all that said, we hope you guys have a great day and a great holiday if you're listening to this around the holidays. And we'll see you guys next time. And that's a wrap for today. Thank you all for listening. And if you enjoyed the show, leave us a five-star rating review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and follow us on Twitter and Instagram to stay in the know. That was Devin. My name is Christian. We'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.